welcome to a sweaty episode of the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Another ASMR version where we want to give you the stimulating sound of skin leaving leather. And that too. <laughs> you asked for it. Yep. And as per usual, I'm your host, Roland. And I'm your other host, Magnus. And the shenanigans will ensue as per usual. Yes. So if you're new, don't be afraid. We'll talk you through this. <laughs> quite literally. Take my hand. <laughs> Grab my... Strong hand. <laughs> extended appendage. <laughs> and welcome now on this Segway ride without a handle. <laughs> Uh, weird segue. But, um, speaking of weird appendages... Yes. Uh, Batwoman. What? Yeah, ba- Batwoman. <laughs> we got a lot of things to talk about today, but weird we'll appendage. see where we go with this. Yes. But we'll start out with Batwoman, because there was a new trailer, and uh, it comes sort of in the uh, afterwaves of the San Diego Comic-Con. And Shit. Y- y- you're starting out by-, by the new trailer. You A tattoo... Tattoo parlor. Yes. And uh, the, 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 the tattoo artist in there is trying to uh, come... Come up with ideas yeah. for people. A very confused tattoo yeah. artist asking women, what do you want? Do you and, want and a fluffy unicorn or, or a bunny a, rabbit? A it's kitten? Like, or... <laughs> it's like they, they throw all of the cliche tattoos that are supposed to be for women. And this isn't my critique about the tattoo artists. This is no. a critique about the makers of this goddamn disgusting <laughs> trailer because he's an innocent bystander in this. It's like there I I I'd say this. There is a reason why he comes up with these suggestions because there's a lot of women going for these fucking tattoos. Yes. But no, of course not. The thing that all of the people coming in to this tattoo parlor wants it's the Batwoman logo. Yes. And it's, for some reason, I, I wonder if this tattoo artist is in San Francisco. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, something <laughs> like some west side. No, no, no. San Francisco. <laughs> it's, it, it's its own thing. Yeah. There's a history to it. But anyways. Uh, so everybody gets the, the same fucking tattoo. And then uh, Ruby Rose... Comes in there and asks, yeah. oh, it's a busy night, and everybody wants the same. And the smug-looking face, it's like, <laughs> why are you even there? <laughs> They're goddamn right they want. <laughs> yeah. And then the trailer ends with the tattoo artist having the, the tattoo himself. So I'm like, no. And I'm just sitting here in, uh, what was it, Batman v Superman, when Batman branded the criminals with his logo. Ah! <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, the brand there. <laughs> it's like a fucking phantom. Yeah. With, with the rings. Yeah, exactly. The, the good ring and the, the bad ring. Smack. Yeah. <laughs> they get marked by with the skull, which they can't remove, and then everybody knows. Hmm, <laughs> good old phantom. Yeah. But also about Batwoman, they did... St- show the pilot episode at the Comic-Con, mm. and from what I've gathered, it wasn't very well received. Luke I mean... warm reception. It's not even that. <laughs> it's like, ooh, this is a pile of shit. But all the um, established sources are more or less just, they're polishing a pile of shit. Mm. Still gonna be shit. Yeah. It's, the fun thing is that I listened to a couple of people reading these articles, and all of them said that, well, the pilot wasn't good, but we have high hopes for the future. <laughs> it's like, you, you don't want to admit that this series is going to be crap, because doing that would go quite right against your basic values. And income. What? And in- yeah. Your shilling. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how shilling and shilling is the same thing, more or less. Yeah. Shilling for a shilling. Anyways, but but back to the trailer. Yes. There are 
from what I know, at least two versions out. One is on the CW's uh, YouTube channel, and one is on DC's YouTube channel. Yeah. But both of them have been ratioed way to hell. Mm. There were so many downloads on these trailers. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I don't think people is really interested. No. No, not really. Because I feel like they're, they're just butchering what could be a, be a good character. I mean, who can blame people for butchering this? Or uh, dissing or what, ignoring this uh, series? Uh-huh. Because, I mean, when you have a so-called hero... Because, that is smug as fuck. Because, yeah, why should heroes be humble? Uh-huh. It's not like it's a main feature within heroes. They... They are they, humble, they save people, not for the praise of it, but just because it's what heroes do. It's the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. And who who wants a smug, self-certain goddamn hero? Just, yeah, goddamn right I am hero. <laughs> don't, well, what's what they said in the first trailer, don't let, let a man take praise for a woman's work or whatever it was. Because that's what we want to hear from a hero. Yeah. And y- y- I mean, just, just the whole fucking thing with it. The way they've actually done this is to take a interesting character, which Batwoman really is yeah. in the comics, and put the version they're making is a, as you said, a smug character mm. with not the least humble and just barging right in, Nar- I'm tired of being in the shadow of my cousin. For as far as I know, she doesn't know is Batman, but then she takes all the credit for him being Batman and making it for her. So it, it's fucked up. A smug narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, sure. Okay, this is a CW production, and mm. we know that CW, they don't really go to the top. No. With their productions. Mediocre! Yeah, at best. At best, yeah. Another example is, have you seen the uh, costume edit to Supergirl? No, what do they do now? Imagine... Is the miniskirt gone? A full bodysuit, like Superman, uh-huh. but without the outside briefs. So basically, the, the Man of Steel... Yeah, more or less. More or less. So without miniskirt? No miniskirt. Full body. Well, okay. It's not like a fucking burka. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, yeah. Superwoman haram. The, the Man of Steel, sort of. But more leathery, I guess. Yeah. Well, thank God someone had the balls to do that. What? Yeah. Someone had the bravery to change her outfit. Yeah, I can't show female anatomy. No, 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 no. Nah. No, I can't do that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You know what? I have one thing to say about CW Productions. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. Nah. I just like ranting. I mean... The signs were there. Just take a look at the Arrowverse. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't raging bad. It was just mediocre bad. Mediocre! Mediocre! <laughs> yeah, it, it's too much of a teenage angsty thing for me. Yeah. It's too American TV series, in my opinion. Um, American sort of sitcom-ish. I mean, goddamn it! It's just a superhero version of Sunset Beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's the ah, same sh- stuff. Ah, it's, shit. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, no, but the thing is that it's not really the low production value that bothers me. It's just the writing. It's the acting. Mm. It, it's so. It's lame. Yeah, that that is an easy term. Because if I if I'm gonna be honest, I mean, if we look at a series like uh, uh, Stargate, yeah, SG One, yeah, I mean, they didn't have the best production, they didn't have the highest budget, no, but goddamn it, they were good actors, yeah, they made interesting stories. Sure, they had really 
plastic-ish props many times. The effects weren't the best. Well, I, I can apologize them for that. Oh, no, not apologize. I can forgive them for that. Yeah. But, but they, they made it interesting because they were good characters. They were interesting in, in the storytelling. Yeah. And I think that's what um, most productions uh, are sort of delusional nowadays. They think their actors are the best actors. They can carry this piece of crap script and piece of crap writing. They, they think they can carry it. Mostly they can't. And then you have the high production value Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah, but they were bribed with shekels from other studios. <laughs> shilling with shilling. Yeah. <laughs> shilling with a shilling. Yeah, but, but I mean, it all comes down to the writing and the acting. Yeah. If either of these fail, yeah, you're in a bad place. Yeah. If both of them fail, then you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I got two minutes with you. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I feel that this is exactly what is the problem with Batwoman. There is bad writing and bad casting. Yes. Yes, it certainly seems like that. Yeah. So, enough of beating on that dead horse, because, in my opinion, that is a dead horse by yeah. now. Well, we we do have a stable to build. <laughs> we do have a stable. And yes. we have a lot of boxes to fill. <laughs> and freezers. Put it on the meat hook. <laughs> I Plot. But uh, going to beat another dead horse. <laughs> Next. Which we haven't been beating too much here yet. No, it's, it's more a semi-dead horse. It's a dying horse. Yeah. But tonight, we're going to finally beat him to death. <laughs> we, we've been sort of dancing around this one for a little while. When it comes to Battle Royale and uh, the ilk of that sort. Khan! <laughs> um. Hideo Kojima made an appearance on uh, uh, Comic Con. So. Yeah, and he spoke about his pr- uh, creative process and what his thought thoughts about game making and stuff like that. Yeah, and one of the things I really liked coming out of this is that he wants to do different things. He wants to be creative and try new things, and which shows. I mean. If you look at most of the things, in my opinion, that Kojima has had his hands in, yeah, uh, they have been really they they've been creative. They they've <laughs> been giving new breath to the genres. I'm and... gonna say it right now. When I think of a Kojima game, the first thing I think is, okay, this is kind of weird. I like it. But it's weird. But that only goes to show that he thinks in this creative way. Yeah, exactly. Now, in in my opinion, a lot of the Metal Gear Solid is overrated. Well, it is a long-going series. I mean, where, where can you go with that, really? Yeah. And I've never been a real fan of the most of Kojima's work. I can respect him as a creator. Mm-hmm. I think he makes a goddamn good job of being the creator he is, and making stuff the way he does. Yeah. But at at some point, I feel that he doesn't really change way too much. Because you you can see a thing and know sort of that, okay, I have a feeling of Kojima here. (laughs) At least that's what I feel. It's a thing with fetuses, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think that he actually had a hand in one one game... uh, Zone of the Enders, if you heard about that one. Mm, maybe. It's it's actually an old game for the PS2. It's uh, sort of a mecha. Oh, okay. Uh, it, that was a really interesting game. It had a really interesting story. So I'm actually going to see if I can get my hands on, on that and show you at some point. Mm, yeah. But... Uh, Another thing that he, or at least if it was his his uh, friend or or a colleague, yeah, I think I don't was, remember who it was. Right it now. was someone in the uh, creative team of uh, Death Stranding. Yeah, so. but they were talking about how they worked for uh, for the creation or or uh, breaking what they called good taste. That by breaking good taste, they they get 
something new and uh, fresh. Yeah. And now, if we're gonna go into what what do what could you say that uh, good taste means? In my opinion, it means what is working and is established. Yeah. Because they made a point about uh, how more or less everything today comes via algorithms. Mm -hmm. The creation of modern games comes through algorithms talking about profit margins. Yeah. That is the reason we have so goddamn many Battle Royale games Mm. or Battle Royale modes for games. You have loot boxes because they are calculated to be as profitable as possible for the developers or at least the publishers. It has nothing to do with creativity, necessarily no. at least. Nah. Uh, like, like for instance, you had Fortnite in the original form that was supposed to be a cooperative game uh, against a. Uh, well, it was a, basically a survival uh, zombie. Yeah, uh, exactly. You, you were team so, up. It, it was a PVE game. Yeah. Player versus environment. You were supposed to build and defend a base against hordes yeah. of monsters. Yes. But. Then they changed it, uh, at least in the way that they added the uh, Battle Royale mode, because PUBG was really, really popular. Yeah. So they added the Battle Royale mode, made it free-to-play, and uh, voila! Suddenly people were gathering around, and it has become one of the biggest games in history. Yeah. Now, sure, it's populated mostly by 12-year-olds screaming around <laughs> and uh, using their parents' credit cards, but hey. That includes you, Ninja. <laughs> what do you say, little shit? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Never swear on his screen. <laughs> but, in my opinion, I, I can see that the Battle Royale mode, it's an interesting concept, but it's done to goddamn death. It's a very oversaturated market yeah. right now. I mean, if we're beating horses here, yeah. <laughs> then publishers have beaten this horse. This is an automatic horse beater 5000. Yeah. With an automatic beater, flogger, and shredder of horses. Yeah. And especially the Battle Royale horse. Yes. That fucker has been... <laughs> now imagine a necromancer <laughs> raising that one to be undead, killed again, and on and on and on it goes. I mean, it never dies. Yeah. I've just been waiting for at least one year now for the Battle Royale genre to just go Die. away. But it doesn't because no. it's it's way too popular, at least when it comes to the... Uh, well, it's sort of the esports part. Yeah, I, I think... But it's getting pushed. That's the thing. It's yeah. getting pushed in a way that makes it more... I'm not going to say that it's making it more popular, but but it gets more views. Yeah, I th- and that's what the thing about uh, the algorithm there. Yeah. It, it, since it shows up on everywhere on YouTube, everyone on Twitch, everywhere yeah. on all this live streaming, everyone's playing it, and people just... Sitting there consuming this thing. <laughs> exactly. That's how it gets popular nowadays. Still gets popular. Still gets mm-hmm. resurrected. Still gets beaten. I mean, I, I can just see how a lot of people have have started playing more and more Tarkov. Yeah, that's true. It's more or less the same formula there. Yeah. Even though it, it it's not really a Battle Royale per se, but it's still a Battle Royale game, but with more survival-esque elements mm-hmm. yeah but it's a still the basic concept of it yeah now sure i'm interested in getting into hunt showdown yeah. that is also sort of a battle royale game but that's not the main focus no exactly so as i said i think the concept is interesting the whole last man standing and all but it's used and watered down to get a quick cash grab yeah, nowadays. It is a quick cash grab. And just the the insane amount of microtransactions that are within most of these games. Yeah. And like look for instance with uh Battlefield 5. Yeah. They promised a better battle royale mode to get more players. Mm-hmm. Now Battlefield 5 is a really Bad game. Yeah. 
Sure, it has nice graphics, it's intense while playing, but the balance is fucked. <laughs> uh, the game is buggy, as far as I've seen. Well, the, ra- the racehorse is going to get... Uh, get f- han- how do you say? It's going to get so far by just looking good. When the racehorse looks good but has a brain damage, well, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't go well on the track. No, exactly. But, uh, I mean, also, just the whole thing leading up to its release and uh, stuff like that. Suddenly! Yeah. So, that's just a big no. Yeah, exactly. And looking at where all of these games came from, (laughs) it's interesting to see how it started, more or less, with Minecraft having this Hunger Game mode. Exactly. People just meme it all around that, oh, yeah. <laughs> Minecraft was first. Well, actually, it was. Yeah. In that sense. It was the first game to have that co- sort of well, mode, map, whatever. Yeah. And, and interesting also with Minecraft is that, it, at least as I see it, you had Minecraft, and then you got spin-offs of Minecraft. Yeah. Like, you got Terraria. Yeah. You got Seven Days to Die. And well, you, yeah, you got the whole survival crafting uh, exactly. era of games. Yeah, and then you had games like uh, Daisy, the the mod for Arma. Yeah, which has now become its own thing. Yeah, well, it uh, it was its own thing for a long time, but I'm it, it was hasn't in really beta cra- for a long, long time. <laughs> it hasn't so. really crawled out of the beta yet. Yeah, well, I think it is out of beta. Really? Yeah, I think so. I haven't. Yeah, checked on it. Uh, and the. I mean, we've gotten the whole genre of both the survival horror crafting, just the survival yeah. games, the building survival games, and of course you have the battle royale games. Yeah, which uh, um, Player Unknown made a mod from Arma. Exactly. To yeah. make uh, PUBG. Yeah. It was a mod first, and then it was a. And also, game. There, there have been some other real. These sorts of the Hunger Games esque yeah. games, but there's a lot of titles that has just come and gone. Yeah. Well, some some of them have the capacity or resources to stand out of the crowd. Yeah. Some of them don't. Yeah, but because it was around the time that PUBG really got a, a, its way going. Yeah. There were a lot of other titles that more went for the Hunger Game esque feel. Yeah. But more or less all of them died when Fortnite rose up. Yeah, Fortnite that... was really the big killer within the genre because it took more or less everything away from the others. Yeah, I don't see a lot of people playing PUBG anymore because more or less everyone is playing uh, Fortnite. Apex Legends made a good attempt at taking Fortnite down, but it was it seems like Fort um, Apex was really good or or not good. Uh, I mean, it was really taking the interest of people yeah. for about a month, yeah. and then people start to go back to Fortnite. Yeah, well, Fortnite is, since its popularity and increasing in income, it basically has the resource to just keep adding new skins, adding new things, mm-hmm. add, just giving new f- free samples of the narcotics that is this game. Yeah. Uh, oh, and hey, I think also hey, 12-year-old, we have these new skins for. Oh good, Fortnite. Yeah, and uh, one other thing I think is driving the battle royale scene is the adrenaline rush. Yeah. I think a lot of people get hooked on the adrenaline rush of being in the battle royale mode. Yeah, it's like the good old good old days with the Counter-Strike. Yeah, well, you still, you still have, have you still have Counter Strike is still a pretty good, but I'm just remembering good, but big <laughs> the the first uh, the first Counter Strike and then Counter-Strike, oh the, uh, the Counter-Strike. original mod yes the original mod and <laughs> then Counter Strike Source you have this yeah you have that adrenaline rush yeah I never got into that that I never really was into uh, Counter Strike because I was more Team Fortress classic but. I never really played Team Fortress Classic. I've fun. been playing Team Fortress 2 a bit, but I don't know. The, these, the team shooters I've enjoyed the most, I have to say, is the multiplayer modes for Call of Duty 1 and Call of Duty 2. Mm. I have a lot of fun with that. Oh, okay, sure. I, I've been doing a whole lot of uh, Half-Life 2 
Deathmatch. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's also really <laughs> that fun. <laughs> but the Deathmatch Classic and the Ricochet and... Uh, yeah. Do you remember was... Ricochet? No, I don't think I played that. That was fun. You basically had jumped around uh-huh. in a Deathmatch uh, mode. You had this disc shooter uh-huh. that uh, either you shoot, shot it and it exploded or it ricocheted around and then you decapitated your enemies. Oh, it really? It was really fun. Awesome. Well, if we're going to talk about uh, tournament or team shooters, nothing really beats Unreal Tournament. Of course. All the classics. The original Unreal Tournament is super awesome. Yep. I have played a whole lot of Quake 3 Arena as well. Yeah. But I think that Unreal Tournament took took it to the better. Uh, yeah, I agree Took on it that. up. I agree the, on that. I mean, the amount of character uh, customization and weapons and all mm-hmm. that, it was... But my real favorite when it comes to Unreal Tournament is the uh, 2004 version. Oh, yeah? Because they've added vehicles <laughs> and made a facelift to it and everything. I, that is really fun. Yeah. That uh, sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it, it really is. <laughs> I mean, there's something really satisfac- giving you satisfaction when you can get a roadkill. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. We should play that sometime. Yeah, I, think. I think we should. And we should play the classic. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think we did play the classic for a while. Did we? Yeah. The Unreal Gold, Unreal Tournament Gold Edition. I think I gave it. Oh, to yeah, you. but by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, thinking about, did we stream it? Did we record it? Oh, you, we... you mean like that? Yeah, sure. We, we should do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Get the audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, open game night. What a, that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Write that down. <laughs> Write that down. <clears throat> but also in the wake of all these, when, when publishers just look at algorithms yeah. in what games should be made, yeah. there was this claim that uh, there is no market for single-player games anymore. Exactly. But I think it's been proven again and again, that most people are looking for good single-player games. Yeah. Because they want to have the good story, the interesting experience of it. I mean... And sometimes I just want to play by myself. <laughs> <laughs> people! Yeah, I, I, I think that multiplayer is all fun and well. In, games. in moderations. All fun and games. Until you have to play with others. Exactly. <laughs> and then you realize what playing with others actually mean. You have to socialize with these cretins. Yep. Fucking <laughs> but but hell. having a, a good single player game, it's like reading a really good book. Yes. Or watching a really good movie that you can really get into. Only <laughs> thing is that you actually have a full story instead of just a, a decompressed or a compressed version of uh, something that maybe needed one or two more hours to actually f- tell the full thing. Yeah. That's my main problem with movies. They're just <laughs> like, I feel there could be a lot more to explain this and this and that, and more time to make this character be able to uh, really... Uh, yeah, I guess that's... Expand and yeah, yeah, I guess. fully fledged. That is uh, what games triumph when yeah. uh, books and movies don't. I mean, books have you... Well, they, yeah. they have the same uh, possibility of really telling the full story. Of course. But I think in games, you have the opportunity to just wander around, take exactly. in the world. You, you can experience the world in, in a whole different way because, you, as you say, you, you can wander around mm. and, and look at the environment and really get a feel for it in another way yeah now i'm not saying that games should really just uh replace all other mediums no i'm saying that games in in their self is is a great medium to just experience uh things from a different view well they shouldn't replace uh, other mediums uh, in the sense that movies should replace books and vice versa Mm -hmm. so it, it it just an, it's another way of telling yeah the story. telling a story yeah exactly so that that kind of makes me 
both annoyed and uh, mildly agitated when <laughs> looking at what most major publishers are doing today. Yeah. They're just looking for the e- easy cash grab through one way or another in multiplayer. Yeah. Well, they have smelled the shekels in this industry, so they can just, mm, wait, we can make money out of this. <laughs> they smelled the shekel in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Damn it, Moses. <laughs> Moses, why? <laughs> Someone smelled a shekel in the sand. <laughs> Are we even allowed to make a joke like that? <sighs> eh? We'll do it anyway. Uh, I mean, it's a goddamn joke. <laughs> if people don't understand that, well, good. <laughs> <laughs> we shall explain to them later. Later. A later date. But exactly, I think... So, basically, we can conclude that Battle Royale games are the product of a cash grab industry in this uh, cash grab in this uh, day and age industry. Yeah, the, the greed. Yeah. It is the full embodiment of greed. The capitalism! No, I, no, won't, no. I won't go that far, but yeah, exactly, the greed of it all. I think also it's because they know it's an easy cash grab. Yeah. And also it doesn't cost as much as making a full game. Yeah. Sure, there, there is a lot of uh, resources going into upkeep and so. Yeah. But the uh, the profit margin, I think, is still good enough for them to actually do it. Yeah. I guess otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. But then we have the issues with the loot boxes. And I mean, we've been talking a whole lot about loot boxes. Yeah. I don't think we really need to go into it no, that we, much. We, we can refer to earlier. Earlier episodes. But, but still, battle royales and loot boxes, those are the major components in the AAA games today. Yeah. The soulless cash grabbing yeah. industry that we are in now. Because... I mean, e- even in games that are supposed to be standalone or uh, single player or however you look at it, if they come from any of the major publishers, yeah, Activision or EA or Blizzard or yeah, it's there will be microtransactions. Yes, because they are only interested. Th- these companies have gone from being. Uh, producers of game for game's sake mm. to being producers of gain of, of games for profit's sake. Mm-hmm. They've lost touch with their roots. And that is what really makes me sad when Hideo Kojima says that, oh well, I didn't want to make a Battle Royale games and just be polygraph. I just want to make my own creative, creative thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone s- looks at it and says, Holy fuck, that is brilliant! Well, it shouldn't be brilliant. It should be the norm yeah, exactly. of gaming pr- production. Yeah. So, th- it makes me happy to see that you have companies like Cedar Project Red yeah. that do their own thing, that, that doesn't go on the route of, ooh, let's inject some microtransactions here. Exactly. And I fully hope and believe that this is something they will continue to do with... Um, Cyberpunk 2070? Yep. 2077? Yep. 2077. And uh, just keep on making good games, well-written and well-designed games. Yeah. Because that is what makes them good. That is what makes people coming back. Quantity and quality. Quality over quantity. Exactly. And... I don't know if I have really much more to say just about this more than that. I really hope that I'm not saying that I want Battle Royale to die, but I do want it to become this obscure thing that uh, just exists in its own corner of the internet. I just don't want it to to be popular anymore. Yeah. That's the grouchy old man in me talking that... (laughs) But I don't feel that this is worth to be... It's not worthy to be popular anymore. I just don't think that. I mean... I mean, it could be enjoyed. I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy it if you like. But I don't think it doesn't... It's not worthy to be that this popular anymore. I mean... 
I, I think that what is worthy and not worthy of being popular, that, that is for the Vox Populi. Of course, but I am part of the Populi. <laughs> and your opinion is... Noted. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> but it's interesting to see how the, the trends within the multiplayer side of things has gone, because yeah. from the early days, there were... Multiplayer games tended to be you're sitting in a couch and playing together. The couch. Couch co-op. Well, couch co-op or couch tournament. Yeah. And with the internet coming along, you, you had more of the... You could sit in different couches. Yeah, sit in different couches or, or office chairs. Yeah. And you, you... I mean, there's always... More or less always been games like... Uh, EverQuest, the, the RPG games. They've been the big rulers for a long, long time. Yep. And just talking about EverQuest, it, it was the beginning of the MMO. Yeah. Not that we really look at it as an MMO today, <laughs> because uh, World of Warcraft defined what uh, a massive multiplayer online game was to be. Yeah. And the era of World of Warcraft has... I'm on, I want to say that it has come and gone. Today, World of Warcraft is this obscure uncle that you know of. It's there. He used to be hip and cool, but yeah. now, his, but hip, now his, his, his hip is not as cool. <laughs> well, he was too frisky at the party. <laughs> there was too much drinking. And uh, he, he turned into this weird thing instead of the cool uncle you remember. He just started ranting after a few drinks. Yeah. You didn't want to trigger him anymore. Exactly. And, and it went into... It went from being the popular thing to uh, leave the title to Minecraft. Yeah. That had a real upswing a couple of years ago. And, I mean, if anyone made a YouTube video, it was about Minecraft. Yeah. For a long time, that was the big thing. And then there were the different game modes within it. And then you had the upswing of the survival mode games. Yeah. And then you had what we have now. Yeah. So the, the trends have, I mean, everything comes and goes. It's all cyclical. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, what will the next cycle be? What games have popped up nowadays that are very... that share the same... Well, actually... From what I've seen, I mean, games like uh, Escape from Tarkov mm -hmm. has gained a lot of popularity. Now there is Scum, yeah, which is another form of the survival game type that yeah. is on the rise. You have these Rust copies. Well, you have Rust and Rust copies. That is true. And Rust in itself is sort of a copy or, or came out of the Seven Days to Die is... Minecraft-ish survival yeah. genre. Yeah, the Daisy. Oh no, wait, not the Daisy. Sorry. Um. Well, it, it actually started out as being this sort of half-on-half -half yeah. PVE game, and they had zombies, and then the zombies turned into animals, and now it's just full-blown PvP. Yeah. I mean, that's what the big community does. Yeah. It starts to turn on each other. <laughs> and I've looked at a couple toxic. of Rust videos. I've been thinking of trying it out again, but. Nah, mm. I don't really feel like it. Well, the, we have we have the kind of games, but then you have the community. The yeah, the community. I think I could have a lot of fun with Rust if I played on the right server with the right kind of people. Yeah, but going on a public server, I don't think would give me much. Well, I think that that is one of the problems. If if we're gonna take another genre, you have the horror game genre or the group of survivor and lone killer. Genre. Yeah, like uh, Dying Light and Friday the 13th. Friday and... the 13th and uh, Killing Floor or something. Killing Floor. Oh. Or uh, uh, yeah, White Noise and all yeah. that. Especially no, dead, dead by Daylight. That's the Dead title. by Daylight. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, dying Light? Yeah, D Dying Light is another title. That's a zombie game. Yeah. That's another genre. Anyways, but we have Dead by, dead by Day. Like, yeah. It's a fun kind of game. It's a fun concept, and it is, well, fun to play with uh, with uh, your friends. Yeah. 
But then you have the community that is so toxic that even Chernobyl blushes in its presence. <laughs> I actually never understood that they were so goddamn toxic. It is so competitive. I mean, when you're a, a new... A noob. <laughs> if you're a noob. If you're a noob killer, then the survivors are gonna gang up because they are usually competitive, uh, competitive players. Mm -hmm. They're gonna gang up and just make the game a whole hell for you. Hmm. And does that mean it's it's toxic? Yeah. Well, they're not they're not so friendly against new new people. I guess if you come in as a new survivor in an old exact that, the that, old foxes. Yes. They will, they will berate you, and they really make it life hard for you, because you suck. You're a noob. How fucking dare you? Uh, how dare you play this game that is supposed to be available for everyone, everyone who buys it? Yeah, and and that sort of goes into the idea of a game for everyone. And I'm of the opinion that if you get a game and you play it, don't expect everyone to just greet you with open arms. It's nice if people yeah. are open and acceptive, and it's like, okay, you're new, let, let us show you the ropes, let us let us teach you how to play the game. That is fine, that yeah. is no problem. But to just have this, oh shit, you're new, well you must feel welcomed, this is the place for everyone, no, that, that no. That is too far in the other yeah, direction. Exactly. I, I understand people getting competitive. I truly understand people that's been playing a game for a long time expect other to do well when they play. Yeah. It, it's like when you're into something, you expect others to perform to... Yeah, I mean, you have this Polish salt mine that is League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or just the Dota, whatever. Yeah. I never got into... Dota when it came out. I was still playing Warcraft 3. I had a lot of fun playing tower defense games. Those are really fun. Yeah. Sure, there there were a lot of these a-holes in that, that community as well, because they were like, oh, don't you know what towers to build and upgrade? And blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, sure. Give me a chance to learn the game first, asshole. <laughs> yeah. But it's not that I expected to... I mean, I, I need to show that I can, or yeah. at least show that I'm willing to learn. Sure, I, I will make mistakes, I will fail, but if I'm willing to just get up and get going again, that might earn me some respect. Of course. But, but when it came have, to yeah. games like Dota, it's like you, you, you're you not even allowed to make the beginner mistakes to learn. No. You're supposed to be an expert from the get-go. I... Just remember scrolling through the different games available. Yeah. And there were so many Dota Pro No Noob all the time. Well, that's, and that's whenever there was a game that was, oh, noobs welcome, it was more or less just a trap for old know how players to just steamroll noobs. Mm. Good sportsmanship. What the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. So I, I've been really disillusioned about this whole uh, open-minded uh, multiplayer arena. Yeah, because in the end, either people are just out to, well, make themselves glow, or they're just cynical as all hell. Yeah. Now I've been starting to change my mind a bit because of. Because, uh, believe it or not, being on Twitch has actually shown me that there still are good people out there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And in and, and places that where I didn't really expect it. I've been talking a lot about Tarkov, but that is because some of the nicest, most friendly streamers I have seen play that game. Yeah. And that's really interesting. This is a really competitive game about survival, but these streamers, they are showing the good side. They are being gentle and saying that, well, we need to help new players and make sure they can get going to have a good time. Mm. 
And that is really what I want to see. I have no problem with the competitive gaming, but I do have problems with people just being mean when someone doesn't know the way. Mm. And sure, I mean, games like Tarkov and Rustin, so they do bring that out in a lot of people. Because if you've ever known mistrust, <laughs> these are the games that give you yeah, mistrust. they they give trust issues. <laughs> this is how you get trust issues. Yeah, you just look at uh, it's Soviet Womble when he <laughs> raids a couple of players. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. It was fun, but it's it just shows never trust anyone. Nope. Yeah, I don't don't have any equipment. No, totally, totally. Can I get some equipment? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here you go. Pulls out AK forty-seven. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you're into ba- you, if you're into backstabbing, I guess that's the way to go. <laughs> Either that or politics. Anyways, or po- yeah, but yeah, the <clears throat> in in the talk of toxic community, which just brings us back to Fortnite. Uh huh. <laughs> now nah, I'm just thinking of all the uh, toxic twelve year olds out there yeah. playing, uh, and you ninja, and uh... not not sure why you jump on ninja that much. I, I barely notice him anymore. Still, it's fun to kick someone lights down. <laughs> that is exactly what we're not supposed to be doing, <laughs> and you know it. If you want to kick on someone, you should kick on uh, the lady that shouldn't be mentioned by name, because anyone who criticizes her gets kicked. That's true, that's true. Now, if anyone deserves a ban of a certain platform, it's that person, because... Uh, this person is... It's not a pleasant person. No. Not nice towards animals. That too. And uh, the reason why we're not saying the name out loud is because Twitch has made it clear in their terms of service that you may get banned for things you do off-platform. And if we're going to talk about terms of service, that is the ultimate fucking dick move i have a serious gripe with platforms and such that changes their terms of service just so they can nail some people with the wrong opinion it is textbook post uh pull this goddamn name i hate this goddamn name (laughs) of this law ex post facto law that's that's what it's called Uh. which basically you're guilty to a crime that wasn't a crime when you committed it ah so basically, if you do something today, the law changed and say, no, no, you did this. Uh, you did exactly this. And this is illegal. When it was illegal, when I did it. Well, you did it. So now you're going to jail. I was eating an ice cream outside of the ice cream shop. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Huh? You're, you used to smoke in a, in a bus stop. That's not allowed. Well, I did it when it was allowed. You used to smoke in, indoors. And I, yeah, I was at that. a bar. It wasn't a smoke. <laughs> you can smoke there. Well, you can't do it now. So now you're going to jail. Now you're going to get banned. Yeah. Yeah, it it really fucked up. It's a textbook post-exfacto. What's even worse is that it seems like Twitch is really making... They they have really... It's not even double standards. They have multiple standards. They're white knighting this one. Well, white knighting. And it's not only for this person. There are a lot of the... (laughs) T-H-O-T-S... Inhale. Yeah. Because a lot of these people, to be honest, I don't really care what they do. They they use the system to their own advantage. Of course. I mean, they're They're free to do so. Exactly. But when it comes to having the double standards, that one person may get banned because he dropped his fish, he was so eagerly showing. He was... Did Mm. you see that? I've... I think I've heard yeah. of it, but... Uh... Anyways, I, I don't know what streamer it was, but he, but he has fish, and he was showing off one of his catfish. Hmm. And he, the, the fish wiggled, they're slippery, it went onto the uh, desk, hmm. and, but he was quick to pick it up and make sure that everything was okay. He got banned. For animal cruelty? Yeah. 
while and then you have this the other she person who must not be named <laughs> goddamn voldemort <laughs> thing yeah she spits alcohol into her cat's mouth mm-hmm. which might actually kill it yes but uh, and and just the whole yeeting of the cat now i don't think the cat really got any i mean the cat would probably be fine if it got, yeah uh, it will, it will land yeah, on its it, feet and all land. that. It's no problem. But it's, but just... it's the manhandling of the animal yeah. that is not okay. It's, it's just that, sure, it, it, it's no big deal, really. But if anyone else had made that fucking yeet, mm. they would have been banned. Yeah. That is the, it's the fucking double standard when it comes to who gets away with what on that fucking platform. Now, looking at it, to be, to be totally honest... I think that Twitch is the best platform when it comes to streaming, <laughs> as far as I have oh seen. Oh god, that U-turn! I have to say, <laughs> I know because what you mean, but... it's streamlined, it works, you have... It's like Twitter. Yeah. Twitter is horrible in a lot of ways, Yeah, but it is the best way to get in touch and, uh, and networking yeah. with other content creators. It's the same with Twitch. Yeah. If you want to grow an audience and you want to uh, grow a network with other creators, Twitch is the way to go. Yeah, it is. And they have a system that works. Yeah. While uh, there may be other platforms for streaming. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have both YouTube and DLive, and I don't know if there's anyone else. Yeah, not but that. But you can stream on, on Steam as well, but that's like, what? You can stream on Steam? Yeah, it's, it's a whole, whole yeah. new thing. Yeah, it, it's like, I, I have never ever thought about being on Steam to stream. Maybe we should try that. Maybe. But it's like, yeah, <laughs> you, you can do that? Holy crap. Yeah, it was... But the community on, on Twitch, as far as I'm aware, well, not aware, but the, the community or the people that I've been in contact with, yeah, the grand majority of them have been really pleasant people that are, they talk and are engaged in their viewers and their, com- well, here we come to the word community. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but, but. I mean, the people that follow them, the the audience, they are really in touch with the audience. And I really like that. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that I, I made a remark about the word community is because of uh, your boy Zach. Oh, yeah. He actually made a point talking about community. In, in, the case, in this case, at least, it was uh, within the so-called comics community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was talking about how the NPC crowd, they are uh, more or less just trying to block anyone out that isn't part of their in-group. Yeah. And he said that co- comic creators need to look at each other's, not as a community, because he, what was his, he called it? Community is just a bunch of people that are scared of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And in, instead, they need to look at each other as peers and see if they can help each other out, what they can do to just improve it for, for each other, do, to lift, lift other creators up and, and just making comics better. Yeah. And that is actually something that, that uh, went home with me, because if you look at community in that sense of just people being afraid of each other <laughs> that there is some truth to it it's the goddamn they, home no homeowners association yeah it's like okay we're part of this community so now we got to adhere to these standards but it is if, a very if, collective mindset yeah in a community but if i see other content creators as my peers as people that are my, on my level that i am here to that i respect mm-hmm. that uh that can help me out, that I can help out, even though we, so to say, con- uh, contend for the same audience, mm. which I don't think is really true, because, I mean, people will have different tastes, there will always be people with an interest that is more for your niche than others, and, and I mean, the same person can s- watch more than one streamer, 
read one more than one comic, read more than one book, etc., etc. Yeah. It's not like you have one person that goes into one thing and then stays there. Nah. They might be there for a while, but then they will jump around to other stuff. Of course. So if you, as a content creator, can actually help someone else, networking, see each other as peers. Mm-hmm as equals more or less yeah what can you do to help them what can they do to help you out what can you build together Mm. and make each other stronger by still by doing your own thing that is what i think is really important yeah and that goes actually for audience as well what can the audience do to help their favorite creators not only one if that is the case if they have multiple people they watch, multiple people they they like, whether it be on YouTube, on Twitch, uh, writing books, making movies, it's like, what can they do to make sure that their entertainment stays top notch? Yeah. It, it, these are the kind of questions I lie and think about at night instead of sleeping. <laughs> Start sleeping though. No, I don't need sleep. <laughs> sleep is for the week. <laughs> but but yes, the, the this thing that what can we do to help each other out as peers instead of being a community? How can we re- regulate each other as a community? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I get enough of that shit just being in this goddamn country. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm starting my own state. (laughs) You got your state. I got my state. How can we help each other out? (laughs) Exactly. A lot of our import comes from different countries. Other countries. Yes. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, George. Yes, W. (laughs) Not wrong, George. Not wrong. (laughs) I don't know where I want to go with this. More than... I, I guess what I wanted to say is don't be a dick. <laughs> it all boils down to that. It's not only what you can get, it's also what you can give. Exactly. Don't be afraid to to be nice. Don't. Yeah, you don't is... have to like everyone. You don't have to agree with everyone. But don't be a dick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's... I'm not going to say it sums it up. It sums it all up. But I think that's all we can. Yeah, before I go on another rant, I guess. (laughs) We've been going on a while. Oh, shit. Here we go again. (laughs) But on that note of what we can do, what can you do, fellow listeners? Yeah, well, you can spread, you can share this video with us. If you want to help us out. Yes. If you want to help us out, share this video. Get in touch with us. Or share this podcast if it, that's... Exactly. If it's a video on YouTube, share that. If yep. it's the podcast you're listening to, just a pure podcast episode, share it around, show it to your friends. Mass email this shit <laughs> to everyone. Well, that's maybe taking a bit too far. No! But you could always tell us what you think about it. Yes, we're, always. We're always looking for input. I mean... There are comments function on YouTube and all the other platforms. There is literally no excuse for this. But my fingers hurt. Nine! Nine comments. But, uh, yeah. You can always get in touch with us on Twitter. Yep. Uh, the main handle is at DRH Podcast. Yep. You can always send a mail to us. It's uh, we're reach at dead.red.herring at gmail.com. Uh, as we already said, you can leave a comment on YouTube, like and share and subscribe. Well, and all that. It may yes. sound cliche, but actually do that. Yeah. And of course, you can see us on Twitch. Yeah. Trying okay. to get some sort of regular schedule and everything like that. But. Yeah, we, we're there from at least time to time. Well, when we are there, we're going to have a, a lot of fun. Going to have a lot of fun. Going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wherever you're listening to the podcast episode, uh, whether it be uh, Red Circle or Spotify, iTunes, Twitch. Twitch? Sti- what? No, no, not Twitch. Uh, Stitcher. Yeah. Or wherever it is. Uh, we hope you enjoy yeah. uh, our weird and mad banter. The weird and insane world that is the Dead Red Herring podcast. Exactly. And there you have it. And there you have it.
<laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <clears throat> but with that said, uh, thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a good time, and uh, we'll talk to you again later on. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, God. I need to air my balls. Don't. <laughs> Wait, don't. Jesus.